telling him that tomorrow you're not getting a gift. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Everyone who appears on the Zabecast gets a free Zabecast hat. And Harry Mays, you, sir, are the proud new owner of a Zabecast hat. I like that logo, man. Yeah, it's not yeah, bad, man. Steve, Steve Hanna designed it for me, this guy who's a fan. He's really, really good. Yeah, unfiltered. And, uh, yeah, un- yeah, we don't filter this. Right. Unlike your friend Tony Bruno, my yeah. friend Tony Bruno. Although he's more your friend. You worked with him. Yeah. I never got to work with Tony. <laughs> I love Tony. Tony, to me, was the best to ever do this that we do. But yeah. my God. Tony, come home. He, he's a lot to handle. Come home. Have you talked to him lately? Uh, no, I texted with him. Actually, I'm going to go on his show tomorrow night Okay, at very 7 nice. o'clock, and I will not be sober. <laughs> That's I, the proper way to do it. I cannot stay sober on a Friday but till 7 o'clock. That is the proper so. way to do it. So we're here at a Chickie and Pete's yeah. in Audubon, Pennsylvania. Chickie and Pete's is best described as sort of like a much better BW3s, but with a killer signature dish, which is the crab fries. Right. That's their claim to fame, Yes, right? they're great fries with like an Old Bay seasoning type of thing on them, and they're... And they're local. They're, Come on over here. They're addictive. Can we get some drinks? No, it's okay. We'll end this out. A Diet Coke for me. Yeah, I'll take the same. With a lemon, please. Yes. Yeah, we're going to order. Yeah. We'll order in a second. Yeah. Yeah. All right, there you go. You know, we had, to order, we had to get the back booth here because, you know, these kids. Yeah. Look at these kids, Harry. My God. You don't have kids. I could not imagine that. But they're a menace. Yeah. They're loud. (laughs) They're demanding. (laughs) Anyway, Chickie and Pete's is great. I saw on the marquee outside it said, voted best sports bar in North America. Wow. By ESPN. Really? Yeah. And I'm like, what about South America? Yeah, exactly. Who's the best down there? Yeah, but they're going to watch soccer in South America and Argentina. So the guy guy that started Chickie and Pete's is a local Philly guy, right? Mm -hmm. Pete Shiraki. Pete Chiraki. Yeah. And how many of these does he have? Oh, my. Probably 15. Okay. Yeah. All right, good. So for those that want to find more of you, tell them where they can find you, Harry. Uh, on Twitter, at Harry Mays, T-U. Uh, on Instagram, at Mays Harry. spelled M-A-Y-E-S. And then followed by a T-U, which is Temple University, because I had to take the old radio station number off there. It used right. to be 975, but now it's T-U. Hey, pro tip kids in the business, never attach your social to whatever station you're working for. Yeah. Because it won't last. I learned the hard way. <laughs> right. Yeah. Then you got to start over again. Yeah. I mean, plus, I plus, never give the station any real estate on what's yours. Yeah. Your social media is yours. Right. It's not the stations. Yeah. And they'll try to treat it like they have free access to it. Hey, can you tweet this out for a mm-hmm. client? Can you do this? Can you do that? Hey, fuck you. This is mine. Right. What are you paying me for this? Because exactly. I'll get fired if I send one sideways tweet right. from your station, but you don't pay me at all to get on my social media? And promote your clients. Exactly. Yeah. No, you're exactly. Right about that. So anyway, That's so Harry Mays T U on Instagram U, and T Twitter. For Temple U. They stink. Yeah, in what? Their basketball Everything. team stinks. Yeah, but, okay, have you seen Kentucky lately? Uh, no. Kentucky right now is in an existential crisis, it appears, mm. with John Calipari because they are getting beat. Like, they got beat by Missouri last night. And, like, just no effort whatsoever. I think the Calipari model has fallen apart. You think so? But I digress. Let's get to the All important right. thing, which is this town must be buzzing with the Eagles right now. Even though they lost on Christmas night, and even though 
Hertz is going to be out for one more week, right? Uh, maybe. Maybe, maybe more. Maybe more. I don't know. I, mean, okay. I, I think, you know, really I thought that if, if that was a playoff game against Dallas last week, he would have played. It's okay. my gut. Right. But they're just an abundance of caution. They figure they only need to win one more game to show up home field throughout. And that's the Saints. They catch the Saints here Sunday at, at uh, the link. Correct. And then the Giants, I believe. They finish with the Giants at home, too. Right. So they got to win one of those two games. They'll beat the Saints. And they could beat the Saints with Minshew. Um, and then they'll lock up home field. And, you know, maybe you bring him back. Because it's going to be a long layoff. You think about this because they, they'd have... Let's say they clinch before the Giants. Well, do we want to bring him back and risk him in the Giants game? Maybe just to get him some reps because it's a long wait to get to that playoff game. The divisional yeah. round playoff game is like in mid-January now. Sure, so, it's a longer reach for yeah. sure. But they lost Lane Johnson too, which is a, a big loss. He's got the an abdominal tackle. injury that yeah. I think is gonna he's going to wait until after the season to get it stitched up. It's like one of those... A sports hernia kind of things and there's a specialist in Philly that works on all the athletes and they they went and saw him and he said you can wait until after the season so he'll be back for the playoffs which is huge because they they have a, a record with and without Lane Johnson that's unbelievable like, oh really do you he, know the splits he, no I don't know the splits on the top of my head but when he's out they don't play well okay you know, he's the anchor so a couple weeks ago harry i tuned in via the wonders of the internet to philadelphia sports radio might have been wip mm. and i'm listening just to, and this was after the eagles had crushed somebody they were 12 and 1 i think at the time i'm like what are they even saying right now up there like it, things are just rolling right right and the main topics included well yeah they may win the super bowl but can they win it again Next year, are you serious? Another topic was, you know, um, Howie Roseman's been good at building one-off teams, but can he sustain, sustain it? it? Yeah. And then there was like some other third thing where I go, "Are you guys even hearing yourself right this now?" This is why I'm no longer doing this, okay? Because <laughs> that's the crap that you got to come up with on a daily basis around here. Is that the nature of Philly Sports that's, Radio? That's the nature of it. It's 12 months Eagles, so you got to come up with crazy hot takes to get the phones to ring 12 months a year because nobody wants to talk about anything else. Is that true? Yes. Even with what the Phillies did this fall? I think Even with the spending splurge, which I want to talk to you about. Yeah, I I think next year the Phillies will start to become more of a a, an in-season topic okay. because of what they did last year and be, what they did in the off-season. They look like they're here, f- you know, for the long haul, right. Kind of thing. But that hasn't been the case since like 2011. You know, really? 2012. Really, when it all fell apart. See, that's what's interesting because I've been coming up here, Harry, to see my in-laws in mm-hmm. Collegeville for 24, 25 years now, right? And I remember in 08 when the Phillies won the World Series. And the entire downtown was mobbed. Oh, yeah. This was all Phillies all the time. Red October, they called it. Red October. I remember the dynamic being different. Is that fair to say? It was. That the NFL in general has swamped baseball. It has. Like it it, swamped everything. And it has with me, too. I mean, I kind of fell out. I fell out. If the Phillies weren't great from 2007 through 2011, I probably would have been out on baseball back then. Really? Because of all the, you know, the analytics and, you know, just no ball, you know, not no balls in play, home runs or strikeouts, all that kind of stuff got boring to me. Yeah. And now I'm coming back on it because now they're, they're making efforts to make 
the game more palatable with it taking away the shift sure, for next sure, year sure. and all the but you know, do the you shot think clock. it's really going to eat into football? I think football has gotten a grip on us, Harry, in a way where we're now addicted. Oh, we're yeah. like the Dave Chappelle cocaine skit. Yes, <laughs> hey man, you got any more of that football in there? Right. <laughs> you no, know, you're, you're right. I mean, I'd rather watch Broncos Rams on Christmas afternoon than any of those NBA games. Did you see the numbers, by the way? From Christmas Day between the NFL and the NBA. I didn't see the comparison, but ESPN was saying that the NBA was 5% higher or something this Christmas versus last year. Right. ESPN touting a 5% gain. Okay, that is cute right there. I have the numbers here. It is absolutely gobsmacking, the dominance. Of the NBA, of the NFL over everybody, and those games were garbage on Christmas too. Uh, yes, they were. So here you go. You ready? Yeah. Uh, Packers, Dolphins, twenty-five million, wow. twenty-six million. Broncos, Rams, twenty-two million. Cardinals, Bucks, seventeen million. Wow. The top-rated NBA game was Bucks Celtics at six million, mostly because of when it aired. Every other NBA game was in the four million to two and a half million range. If you add up the five NBA games, they don't even equal Broncos Rams wow. in audience. Yeah. That's stunning. Five to one, the top two NFL games beat all of the NBA one on five. Almost combined. Combined. Oh, yeah. That's yes. incredible. Your Packers Dolphins game crushed the Sixers and the Knicks. <laughs> yes, and that Two was huge a market. That was a one o'clock Eastern yeah. as well. So I mean, I think the NFL has that thing. But back to the Phillies for a second. Tell me this town was not on fire when Bryce Harper was becoming a legend in this town. Yeah, it was. I mean he won the MVP and you know, he he's fits the town. Like it's a, it's really amazing to watch this sort of like now that I'm not on daily sports kind of removed from it and really observe it for what it is he's perfect for this place did he, you feel that when he first signed no i didn't know i, I wasn't like he's did not, anyone he's, else feel it did um, the town feel it like yes this is our guy because remember he sat on the lot for a long time as right. boris shopped and shopped and shopped right and then finally it was philly but you had to be there for 13 years. Yeah, which now doesn't look that bad with all no. these crazy contracts. Right, exactly. Signed. But, yeah, you're right. Like, that first year, I think it was sort of a wait-and-see thing. Like, you know, what's this guy all about? And then the Nationals won the World Series the year he left. Exactly. Which really was like, hey, what is this guy really worth you know, right. this money? And now you ask anybody, after winning the MVP and, and just becoming a fabric of the of the, the team and the community, he's bringing his friends in here to play with him like Trey Turner. People love yeah, this guy. I'm sure. Oh, they love him. I, I thought the double where he stood on second and did the thing with his hands across the Philly and screamed, this is my fucking town, <laughs> my fucking house. I said, my God, what a moment in sports. Yeah. And he's clutch. I mean, he's what been clutch. a moment yeah. in sports. And then, of course, the home run in the eighth inning that closed the series. Yeah. Unbelievable stuff. And you know who else is like that? And now he's hurt. Team. He's coming off surgery. What, right. what surgery do you have? He had some sort of elbow, uh, elbow surgery, okay. and he'll be back maybe July, something like that. But you know, the other that's guy that's quite a blow. It is, you know. But they how did get he play Turner. through it? Is that why he was no that's good in why the World was, Series? Well, it's why he can't throw, so that's why he was a DH. Okay, and uh, but 
I don't think it really affected him at the, at the plate. I mean, he's just the Astros are better. Yeah, they are. I mean, that Valdez guy's just <laughs> filthy. You know, he's nasty, <laughs> really <laughs> nasty. When you can look at Verlander and say, you know what, I think this other guy's better. You know how good that guy is. They right. weren't touching him. Right. Okay. But so the Schwarber's Phillies, another yeah. guy that is like that in this town. He's a folk hero. He's kind of like a Jim Tomey kind of dude. It, you know, like a Paul Bunyan esque character. Yeah. And then the, the the city loves him. Yeah. Well, loves him. I got a uh, Astro hardcore fan who's like Colin Schwarber, softball guy. It's like, oh, great. Softball guy got lucky, ran into a fastball home run. Good trick. <laughs> I'm like, you're such a dick. He does look like a keg at third base guy, though, doesn't he? He does, though, but he fits the town for he sure. Does. So in the offseason, the Phillies just say, fuck it. Mm-hmm. Let's spend even more money. Where are your owners getting this money? How uh, rich are these dudes? Oh, Middleton is the. There's like six or seven owners in this group, but the lead guy is John Middleton, and he's a bazillionaire. He, he got rich by a cigar company. Really? That, that he owns. This is and cigar sold. money? It's cigar money. Not oil money. No. Not hedge fund. No, it's John Not Middleton. Not real estate. Nope. Usually they're all hedge fund guys. Right. Those are the guys buying NFL teams. Right. But, but uh, no, he's a cigar dude. Interesting. Yeah. And he's he, he wants to win badly, yep. so he's obviously spending the money. He's almost sort of emerged as kind of a Steinbrennery kind of figure in that ownership group where he's taken the onus upon himself. The others are old money family people that you never see. Right. They could be sitting in the booth next to us and we wouldn't even know it. Really? Like, and that's the way they okay. want it. They, that's the way they want it to be. So he's emerged as the front man where it's like, oh, yeah, I recognize that. That's the owner of the Phillies. And he's become this guy. Okay. And now he's like, let's let's just spend is it economically sustainable or does that not even matter uh i don't know that it matters but it, i think it is as long as they win because the park is crazy when this team wins i mean okay. it's filled and they're into it so you think once the eagle season is over once the you know uh play the Super Bowl's over. It will transition in the spring and the summer to being a Phillies town. Yeah, I think there's going to be a genuine thirst and excitement for spring training baseball like there used okay. to be back 10, 12, 15 years ago. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the Phillies came close. Dagger didn't win. No. The Eagles may end up the same way. They might. And then you've got the Sixers. Do you think the Sixers can get close? You know, the Sixers haven't gotten past the second round with this whole, you know, How's the Harden experience going? Uh, it, it just took a bump in the road, uh, apparently, this week. And I'm not sure, because you're, you're kind of cynical like me. Where, <laughs> kind of. And you look at ESPN, too, and say, hmm, because Woj came out with a Woj bomb earlier this week. Apparently, that James Harden may have interest in returning to Houston in free agency and not sign a long-term deal with the Sixers. Why? And I'm like, what? Like, this this is perfect, because they, they didn't get the bump that they thought they would get on the Christmas Day game. So let's give Stephen A. something to really crow about all week in between Christmas and New right. Year's. We need programming. We need programming. We need something to talk about. Exactly. For what is essentially... That's the a, way I look at it. No, I agree. Yeah. I call the NBA ESPN's house league. <laughs> it's a league that they sponsor. It's their own property. They cover more games than anything. Yep. And they make topics for their daytime shows yep. out of absolute thin air, gossamer, and bullshit. Thank you. And I just go, next, moving along. Exactly. When's your next football show coming up? Exactly. Okay. Uh, so so if the Sixers make the fun. Like, I was thinking, what are the chances of a repeat of, like, 1980 in this town mm. where every major team made it to the finals, but only one of them won it? Yeah, the Phillies. Yeah. Be but, a dagger, but you still got good teams. 
Yeah, and back then that year, the Eagles did beat the Cowboys in that playoff game, which were the NFC Championship game, which really kind of was a de facto Super Bowl. Well, for them it's back a then. championship. I always say yeah. this: NFC and AFC championships are championships for a reason. Right. You know, they matter a lot they to do. fans. They do, obviously. Yeah. So anyway, Eagles. Mm-hmm. Let's get back to them. Chances to win the Super Bowl. Um, in the NFC, I think they're pretty good as long as they get the quarterback and Lane Johnson back. I don't think anybody has a chance to beat them here except maybe San Francisco. Okay. I could see San Francisco traveling with that with the way they play right. and how good their front is. Their front seven is so good. Um, that coach is a great play caller. This Brock Purdy doesn't appear to be you know flinching in the in the in the spotlight. That's a team I worry about. Right. A.J. Brown's been a beast. For oh, guys. he's like T.O. He is like he's T.O. He's a T.O. Cat. Without the crazy. Right, without the crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I heard T.O. might be trying to come back at the I age 49. I saw that 49. He's in great shape for an ex-NFL player. A lot of them let themselves go pretty bad. Yeah. He's in great shape, but he's 40 fucking nine. You know, we're driven by the search for better. When it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't help you just hire faster. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. This according to a recent Indeed survey. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Zabe. Just go to Indeed.com slash Zabe right now and support the show by saying you heard about it right here on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Zabe. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I know. At wide receiver, that's not happening. No, I know. Tom Brady at 46 is much of an anomaly. What are your thoughts on Brady at this point? Starting to look old. Starting to. Yep. In these last couple of weeks, he's really, he's missing throws. You can just see he's frustrated with himself. Uh, I think there's a lot going on off the field that has really affected him. Obviously, the, the breakup with the white, the FTX thing. I think there's a lot going on in his world where he's just not being able to focus. If on you had to, team. if you had to bet, would you bet that he's back next year? I think so, but not I with Tampa. Too. But not with Tampa. Oh, really? Yeah. Go be a kingmaker somewhere else. I think maybe the Drop Miami thing. This Tua is not looking. I don't think they believe in Tua, and he's got the head injuries now, multiple ones. I could see that being started up again because he was gonna. There was a. He was going to be a part owner there That's and, right. and be the quarterback. That's right. San Francisco, are they, they're they not married to Garoppolo. I don't know if they're married to Purdy. Can you they, be married to Purdy they, unless no. he wins the Super Bowl? No. They and, and the thing about Lance, Trey Lance, is, yes, they've got a lot of draft capital tied up into yeah. him, and he was a high pick, but he's not that expensive compared to veteran quarterbacks. Right. So financially, they don't have that much into him. I agree. I agree. That would be very interesting. What about in your town, Derek Carr? <laughs> to the commanders? Yeah. Uh, Derek Carr would actually... See, okay, so the Derek Carr thing is hilarious to me. His numbers are pretty damn good this year. Yeah. And Devontae Adams' numbers are pretty damn good. Their defense is 31st in the league. In fact, I think I saw a stat that said Derek Carr has never played for a Raider team that had a defense ranked above 23rd. Wow. 
So defense and closing games has been their problem this year. Mm-hmm. Not Derek Carr. Yeah. But now they're going to do something dumb, bench Derek Carr for Jared Stidham. I don't think Jared Stidham's better than Derek Carr. No. And they're telling Carr to stay away from the team to avoid distractions. What's he going to do, make faces at Stidham <laughs> on the sideline? Yeah. Wait, whatever happened to being a pro? Like, I think he could have been that guy, but they're obviously going to move him. Yeah. And somebody's going to say, hey, we'll take him. I think he's a very attractive option. I don't think he's like Matt Ryan. I no. don't think he's like Carson Wentz, who are two kind of bad ideas I got shifted around last yeah. year. No, I agree with you. I yeah. think, I think he's, he's better than Garoppolo. He's got a better arm. Yeah. yeah the bigger. commanders have some stuff going on, Harry. It's just they don't have the quarterback. Right. I think the coach is also a minus. But if they get a better quarterback, they could be something dangerous. But uh, the whole NFC East could make the uh, the, the, the playoffs. Isn't that crazy? Is, yeah, thanks to the new format. You put seven teams in. That allows for three extra wild card or an extra wild card. So three wild cards, all one division. Looks like it's going to happen. Here's what I want to ask you. Do you believe in this theory? If I said to Packer fans, I go, look, you're thinking about winning out against the Lions and the Vikings or Vikings and the Lions. And then you feel like you got a good shot because all that has to happen is the commanders lose one of their two games. That's all that mm-hmm. has to happen. I'm like, the whole hopes for the Packers is really on the Browns losing to the commanders. Or the Browns beating the commanders. Because I believe if the commanders win that game this Sunday, that the Cowboys are locked in. Assuming the Eagles win against the, the Saints seed. with Minshew. Yeah. They're locked in as the number one wild card to face the fourth best division winner, which is whatever slime oozes out of the NFC South. Tampa. Tampa, most yeah. likely. Right. Okay. So they got no motivation in week 18, Dallas, and they're at Washington. Mm-hmm. So my theory is the modern NFL, when a team has clinched a playoff spot and nobody's playing for their jobs, they're just like, okay, chill out. We got to get to the postseason. Those teams lay down. Mm-hmm. They lay down big. They sit all their relevant guys, and they absolutely give a walking by to the opponent. Right. Do you believe that's the current NFL? I do. And do you believe the, the Cowboys would do that if the uh, if the Commanders beat the Browns and are in position to win their final two? Yeah, I think they would. That's what I think, yeah, too. I agree. I think that agree. game is done if all that plays out. Now, somebody pointed out in 2017, and I was at this game, the Giants came in to FedEx Field to beat the Redskins on a Kirk Cousins pick late. 18 to 10, your final score is 13 to 10 at the time, though. And they had nothing to play for, the Giants. They were 10 and 5. And Washington was 8, 6, and 1 and needed to win to get in. Mm. And the Giants played Eli. They played Rashard Jennings, their running back, who was their RB1 at the time. Uh, they played uh, Odell Beckham Jr. They played Victor Cruz. They played Cromartie, who made the pick at the end. Like, they played all their relevant guys, right. and yet they didn't have anything to play for. I that was think, only five years ago. I don't think Dallas would do that on Week 18. You, you think they'd rest guys? Yeah. I, I think the whole league would. I think yeah. the league has changed. I think the league has finally figured out. Why are you playing anyone who could possibly get hurt? A single thumb, you know, like an innocent sack. Rodgers got his knee tweaked up in Miami on what looked like a routine sack. And he's practicing this week, but he's not fully healthy. 
That's what's kind of different really, league these days. You know, putting all the division games at the end of the year, it's kind of taken a little of the luster off of some of those games because of what you're you're saying. It's like some one team doesn't need it, right? So it like Eagles Cowboys doesn't mean as much if it's at the link in Week 18 because right. of those reasons, which kind of stinks. Yeah. Whereas I think the teams that are out of it, they still play hard as hard as they can because guys are fighting for jobs, right? And because they have no reason to rest anybody because they're four and. 12, right. Or whatever the number is. And they're putting it on film. Yeah. How yeah. do you feel about 17-game seasons? Uh, it's eventually going to go to 18. And how will you feel about 18? Um, you know, I'll, I'll eat it just like I'm going to eat these wings at <laughs> Chickies like and Pete's. <laughs> just like the crab fries. <laughs> just gobble it down. shit out of these things exactly. right now. That's great. <laughs> uh, tell me about your podcast, your golf podcast. I want to talk golf with you. You are... An absolute avid golfer, very good golfer. You've no, I'm not at good. your club, you're good. I just, you're good. I just love the game, and I love the PGA. You can break Tour. ninety. Oh yeah, that's yeah. good. Yeah, you we'll can be, break eighty. Right? We'll be breaking eighty this year. Eighty two is the the limit so far. But I got a new putter today. Oh really? A Makefield putter. Never it just heard of arrived. It. It's a local company, Makefield. Makefield, and it's got this. It was the 2022 merchandise show. It won this award for the newest innovative technology. Okay. And it's like a no-skid effect. Like it gets the ball rolling on the axis much sooner than any other th- any other putter. You ever heard of the Garen Rife putters? No. Yeah. Uh, Ian Baker Finch once endorsed these, and I oh, was God. watching it. A- <laughs> I can't stand IBF. <laughs> I know. Me neither. You and me Tell both. me something I don't know, <laughs> IBF. You know, it's just a He's such a lovely man. It's just a beautiful day out here. Yeah. You know. Conditions are perfect. Are perfect, yeah. <laughs> no kidding. People have never... Hold on a second. Excuse me. Can we order? Absolutely. Thank you. What's your name? I'm Jocelyn. Hi, Jocelyn. How are you? <laughs> okay, go ahead. Order away. I just take uh, boneless wings. Yeah, uh, it's like... Boneless. We call those chicken nuggets. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Saucy nugs. Do you want the snack size like six to eight, or then uh, the, the bigger size is like ten to twelve? Um, ten to twelve is fine. Buffalo barbecue dry rub. Uh, let's go dry rub. You got it. Yeah. Can I get a side? So side of crab fries for us to share, and then I'd like some regular wings. Wings. <laughs> what flavor wings do you have? We have buffalo barbecue um, dry rub, and we have a new peanut spicy tie. I'll take the peanuts. Nah. Uh, dry rub, please. You got it. Thank you. Six. Okay. Six. Thank you. Okay, and we're back. Um, okay, well, I can't wait to see this new putter. There's yeah. also a new indoor place you're telling me about. Some right around indoor the corner. Simulator place called Scramble House. S K R A M B L E. Local to Philly. Mm-hmm. And you said. The hook that makes a difference from some other simulator places is that it's got a short game area. A big short game area with multiple pins, a bunker, an indoor bunker, a big putting area with this this thing above it, which will show you the line and the breaks of the putts. Like, what's the straight-in putt? Yeah, it's, 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 it's the ultimate in technology. And then they have 12, count them, 12 foresight bays. Oh, my. Oh, yeah. Oh my! I'm that's show really it to good. You. Yeah, I'll show yeah, it. Yeah, I. You know, it's funny because I've got a good friend, uh, Eric Gitter. You may know him. He used to produce my show. Yeah, he I've works now at X Golf, mm-hmm. which is a big company that's nationwide. Yeah, we got some here. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they're a simulator indoor golf company. They with a bar. specialized with a bar, <laughs> which is big in Wisconsin. You got to have the bar, <laughs> but but it's big on leagues. Yeah, and competitions. Um. 
This sounds like more of a true hardcore golfers who want to improve their game in the winter. Yes, type place. Yeah, that's that's what the but it's a year round thing, and they, there are leagues, and there's ladies' night. They're having a big ladies' night today. They have 170 women coming to this place tonight, including my wife. Well, that's wonderful. Yeah, yay equality. That's growing the game. It's, la- <laughs> it's growing the Not game. Not just right there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, you know what's funny is I think that. In the D.C. area, especially in the lucrative Northern Virginia corridor, Mm -hmm. there is a distinct lack of indoor golf facilities. Mm. I'm sort of shocked by it. I think somebody should sweep on in if they're not already planning to and start building these because the technology is so good. You should get involved in it. I ain't got time. No. Doing a podcast at Chicky and Peach with my man Harry Mays. And going to Green Bay. And and, Right, going to Green Bay to freeze my ass off for two more Sundays. What is that like up there? It's awesome. Is I'd it love to have great? you up there. Yeah, I'd love to go. Next time the Eagles come, please yeah, come up. I'd love to. Um, it's uh, it's the best game day experience in the NFL, although this year it's been subpar because they're doing major construction. Mm. So it's wiped out a number of the tailgate lots gotcha. around the stadium. Part of what's going on with the Packers, and this is unfortunate, they are gobbling up every square inch of real estate they can around the stadium to build their own things, their own restaurants their own bars, Mm -hmm. their own little tailgating indoor-outdoor. And they're nice places, don't get me wrong. There's like a Johnsonville tailgate bar restaurant that anyone can go in, but you're buying their beer. Mm. You're buying their bra. And it used to be where people would tailgate. And it's because the Packers and the NFL, like the league does, they look around and they go, what do we own that? Right. How come... Why are we letting these hoople heads from De Pere and Oconomowoc come up here and eat their own brats and drink their own beer? Fuck them. Right. Make them pay for ours. Yeah. Six and so for the, a beer. And so they're they're starting to muscle. So I I think that the peak I may be wrong about this, Mike. For you uh Wisconsinites listening right now, tell me if I'm wrong. I believe the peak of the essence of Packer tailgating has come and gone. I think we're on the downward corporate slope of it. Mm. I think there was a time in which, when the team was bad, obviously, in the 80s, the bad 80s, before Ron Wolf came, then Favre, Favre, then Reggie White, that it was also bad because there was literally nothing there. And you see photographs, and the stadium had not been upgraded. It was just a bleacher, old, nasty. You had to love football and had to love bad Packer football to go. And just a lot of cars parked around it. Now it's gone over the top of the hill, and I think it's becoming more like Disney World. I got you. Yeah, but it's still great that. though. Still uh, a great place. They, they showed a drone shot the other night when it, I forget the other night game, Monday or Sunday night, and it looked like that. It looked kind of like a Disney kind of with ice. They have a big ice. They have, they have a sledding thing hill. Or sledding hill. <laughs> yeah. sl- which is which is fine. <laughs> it's cool, but you're like, okay, when's the Ferris wheel coming? Right. Because <laughs> I don't want a fucking Ferris wheel. All right, uh, live golf. Talk to me. Uh, I hate it. Okay. Uh, until they go to 72 holes, it's an exhibition to me. Right. And I don't think they deserve world ranking points until they do that. I totally agree. Yeah. I don't even know why this world ranking points is an argument. It's spelled out. Right. And they miss on like five different criteria points. Mm-hmm. It's like, where's the argument? Yeah. No, I agree. It's limited fields. It's 54 holes. It's a joke. Do you think any of the guys who jumped are regretting it? I think there's some. Really? I don't know who, but I, I'm sure there's some. 
Okay. Because, you know, it's like, how much, how many yachts do you need to ski behind? You know what I mean? They got all this money. A lot of these guys are rich already. Yeah, well, I got more money than I know what to do with, but now I'm a heel and everybody hates me. And the PGA Tour players that I used to have lunch with don't want to even like, right? be seen with me. Right. Is the, in 10 years, where do you think the Live Tour is? Out of business? I hope it's out of business. Okay. You know. Um, Folded into the PGA Tour, a peaceful sort of side agreement. Maybe folded into the DP World Tour or something, because that needs a boost. Okay, yeah. Yeah, you can see that. Uh, Or do you think it is the dominant tour and has replaced the PGA Tour? God, no. No chance? (laughs) No chance. You don't think that's the case? No. Okay. No. I think you're probably right about that. Um, If I'm a player like Pat Perez... Fuck yeah, take Absolutely. the money. Yeah. That makes sense. He's an ass anyway. If I mean, I'm if I'm Westwood or Sergio or Poulter, of course, yep. take the money. Sure. You're basically done. You're at the back end of 30, low end of 40. You're not winning anymore. Money is money. Everyone needs to right. take it. I think the younger guys, though, Kepka, I think uh, Cam Smith. Yeah, Cam Smith. They may I, end up regretting it I to a certain degree. They may I, end up regretting it. Will a live golfer win a major now cam won a major then left will a current live golfer win a major in this season in this season hmm uh i'd say he has the best shot cam smith okay um Kepka's kind of he's not Kepka anymore so he doesn't he, give a shit no he doesn't he's, <laughs> he's all about instagram and his you know his wife yes know, it's good for him he I likes guess. being instagram famous and you know good looking hey bro how's yeah. it going like i play golf but i i don't really love golf like these nerds like right. spieth what a nerd that guy is <laughs> exactly i was a former baseball player i only play this because i can kill these guys at it that's exactly right yeah. i don't know that dj is is really motivated anymore either no i think, I he's, think he's kind of done, kinda done. But, how bad is it her golf I don't think it's hurt golf as bad as some of the nerds I, I watch and listen to claim. Right. Like, the guys who are on the Live Tour not competing on any given week on the PGA Tour, I really don't miss them because mm. I don't tune in to watch them. I tune in to watch the golf course, yep. to see guys playing their ass off, whoever it may be that week, and I tune in, most importantly, Harry, for a nap in the air conditioning <laughs> Sunday afternoon, four thirty. Exactly. Yeah. No, I'm with you. Maybe Patrick Reed might be able to win a major again if he cheats. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) If they allow him to cheat, there's always a chance. Right. All right, Harry. Let's eat. Yeah. It's great fun. Right between the eyes.